Good morning, good night, good afternoon, whatever time you are listening to this, and welcome back to Couch Takes. So excited to be here. Another episode, episode six. No idea what this one's going to be called, obviously, because we haven't talked yet, but we'll see how it goes. And as, like I said last week, we have a new segment to open up the show. Favorite thing of the week. Trey, what is your favorite thing of the week? Uh, well, I'm on spring break this week, so I've been back home for a few days now. And honestly, the best thing that's happened to me this week is just been seeing my dog every day because I don't get to see him, you know, living two so hours away. Kevin. Yeah, so let me tell, me, let me tell you about my dog. I think you've met him like once, right? Yeah, I've met Kevin once. He's a good dog. Yeah, so we got Kevin back in like last October when he was just six weeks old. He's just a, you know, <laughs> little puppy. Just a so wee he, pup? Yeah, Kevin's a basset hound and he is like the most precious thing in my life. I don't know what I'd do without Kevin at this point. <laughs> yeah, Kevin's a good dog. No, he's like such a sweetheart. Like, it's been so awesome this week because, like, he's used to me leaving after, like, two or three days, you know, just coming home for the weekend and then heading back to school or whatever. But, like, I could tell when I saw him on Monday, he's, you know, I'm usually in, in Florence by Monday. I saw him on Monday. He, like, flipped out to see me again because he's like, what are you still doing here? And I'm just like, it just it it breaks my heart to see that some that this creature like loves me so much. He looks up to you a lot. God, I love that dog, dude. Now you, now you got me missing my dog. I miss uh, Gus. Gus is a good dog. I haven't dude, seen him in forever. He Gus lives with my is parents. A great so. dog. Yeah, I miss. He Gus. lives with my parents, so I I can't see him very often. Matter of fact, I haven't seen Gus in like. I think the last time I saw him was Christmas. Yeah, uh, you went down to. See them for Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't. Uh, my parents live a pretty good bit away uh, compared to Trey's parents, so I don't get to see um, mine as much. So down in Florida, Gus right? Is, uh, yeah, yeah. My parents live down in Florida, so um, haven't seen him in a while. But that's okay. He's doing good. I'm sure. I'm sure he's living the life because you know my parents take good care of him. They love him. So, well, uh, what about you, man? You got a favorite thing this week? Uh yeah, actually, just like last week, I have two favorite things of the week. Quit so I guess I'm just rules, a happy. I, I, I think I'm a happier person than you, Trey. Wow, quit being okay, so I'll hurtful. Go, I'll go with the um. I'll go with my favorite. Well, I guess it's not really a favorite, but uh, the one that'll last me longer. I think. All so right. this week I have discovered my new favorite Subway sandwich, probably the best combination of ingredients you can possibly put on a sandwich. And I'm not talking, you know, just ham and cheese, you know, mustard, you know. No, this sandwich is a quality sandwich that cannot be beaten. All right. Dude, I am a Subway connoisseur, all right? Okay. So I will be the judge of what you're saying and whether or not it's true. Let let me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay. So you walk up into Subway. You know, they got their green uh, visors on looking like a football coach straight off the field. They're ready to go. They got their crazy see-through gloves on that are way too big for everybody's hands the only hands they would fit is Shaq you know that's and dude uh, I've never thought about that <laughs> <laughs> I mean like literally the gloves are so big the only person they could fit is Shaq <laughs> you bl- okay you've already blown okay. my mind but continue okay so what you're gonna do is and this is simple you go them and you tell them hey I want a subway melt okay all so right. for those of you who don't know what a Subway melt is, it is ham, bacon, cheese, and turkey. Hold on one sandwich, all right? 
And I prefer pepper jack cheese. That's just me. I guess you can do whatever you want to do. And I, I prefer wheat bread. A lot of people are like, oh, that's weird. No, wheat bread's actually really good. If you have any kind of taste buds, you like wheat bread. All right. So, or also, I have had it on Italian urban cheese. I've had it twice this week, and I tried that it with Italian That is the best bread, cheese. hands down. I don't want to hear any other. Yeah, see, that's a good mouth. one. That is a good one. But I do, I prefer, I prefer the non-wheat. I prefer the non-whole uh, grain wheat or whatever it's called. Like just regular wheat, not even honey oat or anything? Um, honey oat's okay, yeah, but I, I prefer the non-grain wheat. I just think it's a good bread, especially when it's toasted. It, it just, it's not too much flavor. Like, it's perfect. Because I feel own. like the Italian urban cheese can kind of, like, go too much. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it can overpower the ingredients yeah, between the bread. It depends on who makes it. That's the thing. Because, you know, they make it in-house, so, like, each one of them yeah. is, like, unique. It's not like they're made in a factory. So, I do understand True. that. Sometimes you'll find one where they, they put, like, a whole block of cheese on one uh, and then yeah. burnt it. And then they give it to oh, you. Oh, I hate it. And then, I, like, because, dude, do you ever, like, when you're at Subway, when you see them picking out the bread, you're like... You're saying to yourself, like, pick that one, pick that one. Like, yes. and they pick no, the wrong yeah, absolutely. one. Who hasn't done that? I'm just saying, Who like. Who hasn't? It, it makes me, like, unreasonably angry when yeah, I see them I get the wrong. But it's like, I'm not going to say anything because I'm not that guy, or at least I try not to be. Yeah. You know? So, anyway, you get it toasted, obviously. That's a no-brainer. Matter of fact, I don't think I've ever been to Subway and not got it toasted, so I don't know anyone who doesn't. I think I did um, one time because their toaster was broken. It's not... It's not good, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I don't even know if I could eat the sandwich if the bread wasn't toasted, to be honest with you. I don't know. So, anyway, um, after it's toasted, like I said, I get the pepper jack cheese. It's nice and melted on the top. I get lettuce, tomatoes, green peppers. Sometimes I'll get onions. It depends on what you got going on. You know, if you got, like, a date going on or if you're with your friends, obviously you don't want onions because you don't want your breath to smell bad. But if you're just chilling by yourself, post-work, middle of class, you know, whatever... You get the onions. And then the final is the Chipotle Southwest sauce. Oh, man. So good. This sandwich is probably the best sandwich I've ever eaten in my life. I will never change my sandwich order again. Like, guaranteed. Really? Never again? Never again. Like, it is so good. Like, the only thing that can rival it is a PB&J. And PB&Js are outstanding. Stop right there, okay? You don't like PB&Js? Dude, okay. those are freaking amazing. I don't care how Just, old you are. You can eat a PB&J. Hear me out on this one, though, okay? Every day from, like, kindergarten to, like, <laughs> ninth grade, I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich I did, at too. School. Okay, so if that didn't wear me out enough, after I got it, okay, it was actually in the middle of high school. I got a job working for the school. Uh, it's like an after-school thing. And then that led into a summer care job where, you know, just like a summer camp, taking care of kids in the summer, going on field trips, doing all this, right? I yeah. cannot tell you how many peanut butter and jellies I've eaten as a result of that okay. job. Okay, and but... No, 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 hold on. They're Uncrustables, you know, the <laughs> the circles. Yeah, no, but no, the, originally, it, I remember, it, originally it was Uncrustables, but then they changed brands. Uncrustables was good. When they changed the brands, they were garbage. I don't remember what brand it was, though. I'm pretty sure it's still Uncrustables now, because like I said, I still do this in the well, then summer. Well, they went back, because they changed it at first. But regardless, they, they give them to us frozen. And I know a lot of people like them like that. I, I literally go hungry. Like, I, I get a bottle of water, and I'm like, nope, not doing this today. Not doing this ever. <laughs> well, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to freeze them and then thaw them for like 30 minutes and then eat it. Yeah, that doesn't happen, man. Listen, what they do is... Well, they do it the right way. They freeze them, and then they give them to us, and then we go on the field trip, and we eat them like three hours later. 
but they give them to us in this in the boxes that were in the freezer. So they're in a cold cardboard box with like 80 other Uncrustables in there. So they act kind of like a cooler. So they stay frozen. You could get one four hours later that's been on a hot school bus all day, and it's still just as frozen as when you got it out. That sounds like the school's fault. It is. <laughs> but it's not Uncrustables' fault. I just... I look, even if it were thawed, it's still not my thing. I'm just so sick and tired of those. But but going back to Subway, your order did sound fantastic, so I might have to try it. You gotta that. try it. You gotta try it. Everyone who's listening, give it a try. I'm telling you, it's the best sandwich you will ever eat. And um, you don't even have to tell them all the ingredients, because like I said, like the first like five ingredients, all you have to do is say, give me a Subway melt, and they'll do that. Oh, for yeah, you. it was pretty simple. Yeah, super simple. So... I had I told you I had a second one, and this one is a uh, that's a pretty big one. So you know I am a user of Spotify. Used to have Apple Music, but the whole um, Hulu thing, I was like, yeah, I got to go with Spotify. Oh, definitely. So a song came onto my Spotify, like suggested, you know, and I'm always I'm all about the suggested stuff because they seem to know me pretty well. And um, you know what that song was, Trey? Tell me. Oh, it's a classic. It is a bop. Just a Dream by Nelly. Man, I remember listening to that song in middle school, and I was like, holy crap, this song is might be the best song I've ever heard in my entire life. I'll be straight up. I've never heard, I've never even heard That's of impossible. that song. No, don't say that. That's impossible, dude. Maybe I have, and maybe I just don't know it was that, but that wasn't what I listened to in middle school, or, or like, I don't know. It's not my, it's not my genre. So I've never okay. explored into that. So well, I'm trying. Okay, so how does it go? It goes like, um, shoot, what does he say? Oh yeah, something like only just a dream. <laughs> so I drive on back down that road. When she coming back, no one knows. And like that, that's how it goes. It's such a good song. It's, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a great song. <laughs> Does that oh, sound also, familiar at all? Crazy fun fact: it's the only song since 1948 that uses the word yearn. I. I I can't believe that. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, no, I completely made that up. But it does use the word yearn, <laughs> and um, it does use the word yearn. And I'm pretty sure it's the only song I've ever heard use that. He's like, um, "You're the only one I yearn for." And then, and then, I don't know the words after that. He like starts rapping. But dude, gosh, it's such a bop. I think it came out in like 2011. Man, 2011. Andrew thought this was like peak music. <laughs> I'm look. Like I said, I don't know anything about it. I'm happy you enjoyed it because this bit so right good. here gave me enjoyment. No, so good. And I'm telling you, dude, it's like, I don't know. And then, like, it started suggesting, you know, like, baby, are you down, 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 down? You know, that song, um, uh, Jay Sean. Oh, that's a good song, too. I used to love that song. And then, um, shoot, what's the other one? All these songs sound exactly the same. Oh, um, Shawty's like a melody in my head. I, I can't remember the words after that. But, dude, oh, man, all these songs are now in my suggested because I listened to Just a Dream. Like all, You're just, man. like, singing off, like, a Now That's Music playlist. Like, yeah, Now, now the, That's what, Music. What like are we on 20, now? 69. Yeah, I, I say they're on, like, 70 or something. Is it 69? Yeah. No way. Is it really? No, are you and, just joking? No, I'm serious. It is. I, I saw it in Target, like, two days ago. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't realize they were already just 69. Dude, do they come out with one of those like every two weeks? <laughs> I swear. How many? It's got to be a few a year, right? I mean, obviously. because so. you, <laughs> I mean, you're not going to go back 70 years, you know, and find now that's music one. 
but yeah well i wonder if i used to have like dude i remember when they started coming out like i had like the first like one through ten like i thought they were awesome because i was like oh shoot all my favorite songs on one cd and i don't have to buy like the you know other things like all the other crappy songs on the albums they're on you know i can just buy yeah. all the hits on one cd i, I thought it was you. a really cool idea back when cds were actually you know being used now, literally, when I saw him in Target the other day, it was a whole shelf devoted to just now. That's what I call music 69. It was hilarious. No, that's pretty good. I didn't know they were on 69. I can't wait to see what they got for 70. <laughs> I'll buy you a copy. <laughs> I appreciate it. Okay, um, so um, now that we have spent 12 minutes, actually 13 minutes, talking about some random bullcrap, sandwiches, dogs, all that stuff, um, what's the first thing we got to talk about today, Trey? I wanted to bring up the fact that Conor McGregor is actually retiring. Holy I mean, frick. <laughs> Holy frick. No, Conor like, McGregor. Do you think he's serious about this? Do you think he's going to come back? Oh, he's definitely going to come back. I don't even know how how old is he. He's not that old. He's like 29, 30, right? Yeah, I mean, I would think so. He's not very old. And then the, um, I wonder if it has anything to do with him having a son now. Like, I wonder if he's just like, yeah, I just don't want to get beat up anymore in front of my son. I mean, his son is a literal child. He's like a year old, I don't think. Okay, so what? Would you want to get beat up in front of your one-year-old son? No. I don't think that'd really matter. I can't remember the last time Conor McGregor won a fight. Dude, if it were my job to just get beat down like every two weeks, but I made the money Conor McGregor made, I think I'd be all right with it. Well, um, I don't know. I just Googled him, and there's an article talking about this is a fake retirement ploy to stay relevant. I don't know if that's true or not, but, you know. I mean, look, it could be. I I don't, I mean, I think either way it's a good idea. Like, either he's garnering the attention, which he's already very good at doing, but you know what I mean? Like, any attention is good attention yeah. when it comes to Conor McGregor. I mean, he'll never get bigger than when he fought Floyd Mayweather. Oh. Never. Oh, I mean, not. man, that was, I can remember people were talking about that. That was just happened last year. People were talking about that for, like, months, dude. Like, it was incredible. Oh, and he's also 30 years old, by the way. I just looked it up. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so, he, he's going to turn 31 soon. So, I mean, either he's doing this for attention, which is good. I mean, that helps you when you're a fighter because you're just promoting yourself, really. Or he's actually retiring, which I don't think is necessarily that bad of an idea. I mean, when you got that kind of money at 30 years old, I'd love to retire, too. And a very successful line of whiskey, you know? Yeah, Conor well, McGregor it whiskey, called, like, baby. Proper 12 or something? Proper 12, son. Dude, <laughs> get this. So, I was out last night with uh, some mutual friends oh, of ours. Oh, snap. Uh, it's just Buffalo Wild Wings. It's not that we were going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, gotcha, but... Gotcha, gotcha. But um, our friend Colby, as you might remember from the Fire Tornado uh, yep. story... He turned yeah, 21 Cole last Bay. night, so we went to Buffalo Wild Wings, and he was ordering a bunch of stuff. It was pretty funny. But uh, they actually just got Conor McGregor's whiskey in the day before he retired. <laughs> and what? They're, and they're just like, well. Uh, Did Colby try it? All right. Not, nah, well, this was at the end of our, uh, this is like literally as we were getting our checks. We didn't know about it, or else he probably would have, but. Yeah, he should have tried it. I bet. I mean, I wonder if he it's was, any good. I've never had it. I don't he, know where uh, to get it. He wasn't in the state to try it last night. It, it was. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. <laughs> I've never. Um, I don't know. I don't think you can get it at ABC stores, can you? I doubt it. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel I like think it's, it's you know, well, he markets it as you know, fun whiskey. You I think know? it's more expensive than the average. I, I just bear, went you know? completely. I just went completely Australian, not Scottish. <laughs> um, my bad, my bad. I no no disrespect, Mister McGregor. So, did you see his last fight against Khabib? Uh, I mean, no. To be honest with you, I didn't. I don't. I'm not huge on UFC, but I mean, I'm sure I saw like highlights and stuff. Did he lose? I'm pretty sure he lost. Oh, he got dominated, man. Yeah, as I say, that, that's what I was saying earlier. I just know yeah, he loses I like, now. Like, I did watch it, and it's like, Khabib, excuse me, and McGregor are so much different when it comes to fighting styles. Like, McGregor is so much more of a boxer, so he's a lot better on his feet, but Khabib is so good at wrestling, and that's McGregor's, like, you know, weak side. Yeah. So the whole time was just Khabib taking McGregor down, and as soon as McGregor would get back up, boom, he's back on the floor. And it was just wrestling the whole time. And he ended up getting choked out and he tapped. Um, I just, Maybe he's just getting tired of losing. Well, I, I don't know about that. It was, just, it was a tough matchup. And he took the loss with grace, I thought, like for McGregor. <laughs> but I don't know. I thought he took the uh, loss to Mayweather pretty well. Oh, definitely. I mean, I mean, he came over there and gave him a hug, and you know, it's like, hey, brother, you know, keep going. You know, I'm I think not, most I, of it's I'm kind an of afraid act, to like, try the accent again, but you know. I definitely think it's it's just an act. It's not that big of a deal to either of them. It's to sell know? tickets and to sell pay per view. Of course, and really, can you blame them though? It's oh no. I mean, there's no. I mean, how much money did that man make off that one fight, dude? It was insane. What was crazy was Floyd Mayweather made like ten times more money than Conor did out of that fight. Well, it's also Floyd Mayweather was putting like a lot on the line on that fight. Like what he was fifty and oh, dude, or no, he's forty nine and oh. He's forty nine and oh at the time. And then yeah. he was like, you know, I want to get to 50. Conor McGregor is the biggest name in fighting right now, so make him come to my sport. Make him box. Which was smart on his part. Oh, definitely, because like, I couldn't understand if you said, like, there were people, I, not a lot of people, but there are some people who said, like, if Floyd could beat McGregor in an octagon as well. And I'm like, there's absolutely no way. There's no way at all. Floyd would have no idea what to do with his legs. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. That's why he wouldn't do it. Like, McGregor's not even a good wrestler, you know, compared to someone like Khabib, who's amazing at it. But, like, if McGregor got him on the ground, it's over. Like, it just is. Yeah, I think McGregor probably would have won if it was UFC. Right. But, I, I don't you know. know. Um, I just looked it up, and Mayweather made $300 million on the fight, and uh, McGregor uh, earned $100 million. But this is okay. estimated, though. This is estimated. Obviously, we don't know for sure because we're not supposed to know. <laughs> well, it's closer than I thought, but I mean, yeah, they they made. Bank, I mean, dude. one night, dude, one night. How insane is that? Yeah, win or lose, he made three hundred million dollars. No, Mayweather did. That's what McGregor I mean. Did not. Uh, I okay. See, I don't know if he would have made. Would he have made that much if he would have lost? Okay, probably not as much. But you know, he still. I don't think made, that was even guaranteed. If, even if McGregor had won, he wouldn't have made as much money as Floyd did. Yeah, like that's just how it is, man. Yeah. Okay, so uh, moving on, we have uh, a new rule just came out um, today. Or today or yeah. yeah, today or yesterday, the uh, NFL pass interference rule is now challengeable. Um, I don't know about you, Trey. I'm not the biggest fan of this, to be honest with you. I think it, you know, part of you know, I, I understand all these people, especially Saints fans, like you know that's so upsetting that they didn't call the PI and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I love the drama. I love the drama of the game. And yeah, it sucks when it happens to you, but it's so entertaining when you see it happen to other fans. And the game of football is not perfect. 
It's not supposed to be. And I think human error is a part of the game. And I think, what did Colin Cowherd say? Colin Cowherd said something awesome about it. He was like, you know, it takes away, um, it doesn't add to the precision, it adds to the confusion. That's all it's going to do. It's just like the catch rule. It just, it doesn't add to the precision, it adds to the confusion. I honestly don't have a problem with it at all. Like, I don't think okay. it's, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Personally, I mean, like, I'm not like you know distraught over it. I'm not like upset or anything. I just I wish they wouldn't have done like, it. I, I guess. Listen, I just don't think because it's still like any other challenge. You can't challenge within two minutes of a you know of the half or of the end of the game. They that has to a be booth review though. Yeah, but what are they going to booth review in a no call? Like, is the booth going to go? Whoa, hold on a second. I think uh, I think we need to go back and look at that play that wasn't called. Honestly, that. Seems a little far fetched to me. I know it's the NFL. I know anything can happen, but I just don't think the booth is going to power trip over that because they know it's going to make so many people mad. I mean, yeah, obviously something as egregious as the one with the Saints that could go back and be looked at. That's so rare. It but, never happens. But I'm just to saying, that look, PI happens on almost every single play. Yeah, but it's you, oh yeah, it's it's the bad PI that gets called for the most part. Obviously, you have some. You know, little stuff here and there that gets called, which is ridiculous. So, I mean, have you thought about that? Like, if yeah, I mean, like the phantom PI calls, where it's like your like your team's player obviously did nothing wrong, and they call pass interference. I guess that's challengeable too. Yeah, I would hope so. I I would hope it's reversible. It should be because, dude, (laughs) being a Raiders fan, so many times I've seen stuff like this happen, and I'm just like. it's just ridiculous. I just don't get yeah. why. I mean, look. I, I, I mean, think I don't. Some, I know. Um, do you think if they would have changed, like, do you think there was any way they could have changed the rule on the, um, on the what do you call it? Do you think they would have changed it if it was challengeable? Change what? The um, Saints thing. You think if it would have, if like if if the coach there challenged, like, hey, that was pass interference. Do you think they would have stuck to their refs and be like, no, I think they made the right call, or do you think they would have done it just because they were upset about it? They definitely would have changed. That's the most egregious pass interference I've seen in my life. Yeah, no, I mean, it was pretty bad, but I'm just, like, curious as to what, when do they be like, you know, yeah, we made a mistake. Let's call pass interference on that. Like, that's stupid to me. Like, if they didn't call it, I don't think you should call it again. You know, Are you like, kidding you see me? What I'm saying? No, I'm being dead serious. If you didn't call it, I mean, I don't think it should be challengeable, to be honest. No, that's ridiculous. I that's think human absurd. error is a part of the game. I think that adds to the drama. I think getting the call right is the most important part, dude. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, that should be the most important part, but you're not. Andrew, let's take it back. Just like in baseball. No, I mean, no, no, in no, baseball, no, 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 they no, no, mess no. up all the time. No, no, no. We're not, we're not moving on to baseball yet. I want to move it back a second. Think back to the Packers and the Seahawks. What happened in that play, Andrew? Would you like to explain to everybody what happened? Talking about the fail Mary? Yes. That wasn't pass interference. That was just they said the wrong guy caught the ball. That was an idiotic thing. Guess what? They got the call wrong. Okay, what's important? Yeah, but they that but they get the they call right. Could have. They didn't know. Okay, this wasn't. Uh, this is completely different. That wasn't even questionable on whether it was pass interference. One of the refs said the Seahawks player caught it, and the other one said the Packers player caught it. Yeah, they got the call. That's wrong. That's all it was. Just like the Saints refs got that call wrong. Both of those calls should have been different. Yeah, I mean, that's true, but like I just said, it's part of the human error, and I already said it, it sucks when it happens to your team, but it's awesome, and it adds to the drama when it happens to other teams. I disagree. I think the play is what's awesome. 
I think terrible refing should be punishable, not you know, like ah, it's just part of it. Oh yeah, no, no, I completely agree with that. No, if you're ref, if you're a terrible ref, then you shouldn't have a job. That's what they, I mean. They it's should like, do everything they can to get the call right. But if you don't get the call right on the first time, I mean, listen, you're right. It's part of the drama. I think it's the bad part of the drama. Does that make sense? Yeah, there's no, good I drama and there's bad side. drama, and I think that's the complete wrong thing to focus on when it comes to at least football. You I know? mean, people were talking about the NFL for weeks there, like on end, just because of that. It added to the drama. People were talking about it. People wanted to, you know, hey, this happened. Should it be, um, should it be reviewable? And obviously now it is, but it added to the uh, drama. It added to the script, you know, what everyone was talking about. I thought it was entertaining. Well, obviously enough people feel that this is important enough to warrant, you know, changing the rule. I mean, the owners and yeah. the coaches voted on it. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like I said earlier, I'm not upset about it at all. I don't think it's like a bad decision. I just don't, I don't know. I wouldn't have made that decision, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I kind of like it. All right, well. And obviously, I would probably feel differently if it happened to my team. Yeah, dude, if that happened to the Packers, <laughs> I would still be hearing about it, like, oh, yeah, every day. I would be pissed. It's just like the um, the Des Bryant catch, you know? Like, I I was hearing about that from Cowboys fans for forever. I still hear about it. Now, personally, mm-hmm. I still don't think it was a catch anyway. I, I, I really don't. That ball hit the ground, dude. I'm actually with what you on that one. I'm with you I on mean, that I mean, I don't understand where they're coming from. We're like, oh, yeah, he had the ball, and then when he came to the ground, he dropped it and picked it back up. Bro, if you drop it and pick it back up, that's not a catch. Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't. if, if anything, that's a catch and a fumble. But he didn't even make a football move. He tripped after he caught the ball. So I just don't understand that at all either. I mean, I'm right there with you on that one. I mean, I think that one gets too much attention. Like, I don't. I mean, absolutely. The the ball can Des touch Bryant the was ground. Being a baby. I'm just saying the ball can touch the ground, and you can still and it can still be a catch as long as the ground did not assist you in the catch. And he and the ball oh, hit yeah. the ground I mean, and it, it bounced the, out of his hand. If there's no movement, yeah. If there's no movement, like if the ball, if it's in your arm and like you hit the ground with it, and there's no movement, that means you have possession of it. But if it hits the ground, comes out of your hand, and then you pick it back up, that's not a catch. You lost possession of the ball. Yeah. Also, you see what I'm saying. Oh yeah, and I, I mean, I think Des Bryant with his whining and everything, I don't think that helped his case, at least when it came to my opinion. But um, yeah, I think I think Des Bryant's a tad bit overrated. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, even but, at his, even at his he best, gonna... he wasn't top five. No, and I felt terrible for him, though, for real, on the Seahawks injury. Man, I mean, not, excuse me, not the Seahawks, the uh, Saints. Saints. Yeah, yeah, I was, like, really rooting for him. I was, I was like, you know, I would like to see him be successful with Drew Brees, see him get another shot, but, I mean, I felt terrible when he got hurt. And I am, you know, I, I don't hate Des Bryant. I just well, think he's a tad bit overrated. I'd like to look at that as... That's what happens when you're not in football for a whole year. You know what I mean? It's like you can do anything you At want Le'Veon to. Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, I mean, exactly. You can do anything that you want, but nothing can compare to the NFL caliber program of keeping you in shape. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see with uh, Le'Veon, see how he turns out. But I think he'll be fine, though. I'm very interested to see what happens with Le'Veon specifically because of that. Especially with the reports of him being fat coming out and all that. I just, I want to know. You <laughs> yeah, know? they said he showed up to camp fat. I was like, um, to be honest with you, I was looking at him and he didn't look fat at all. 
uh, I didn't see the picture. Like, I would anything, love to. But, honestly, I would love to look like he looks. Well, honestly, <laughs> I, I think, don't understand that. I think Le'Veon Fat is a little bit different than Trey and Andrew Fat. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, you know, to be honest, I would love to look like that. Same with Eddie Lacy. Everyone was like, dude, he's so fat, and I was like, bro, he's still got abs. Like, what are you talking about? It's. I don't. He was like he was round, man. Like he put on that jersey and he just looked different. He did look. Yeah, no, he did look like a lot. It was the weirdest thing. Is like you know most people you put on the shoulder pads and everything, it makes you look better. Yeah, Eddie Lacy (laughs) didn't. Eddie Lacy and C.J. Anderson and Mike Tolbert. Those three are the ones that come to mind when I think of like fat players, not even offensive linemen, like running backs. You know. Yeah, Tolbert for sure, I think. And then definitely, I don't think C.J. Anderson at all. I, I disagree with that one. I think he's just got a bulky body type. I don't think he's fat. He just got a lot bigger since he left the Broncos. And, I mean, yeah. I mean it, do you follow? That's what um, I mean is he might, they might not even be fat. I'm just saying they look a lot bigger than they are in the uniform. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I completely understand that. Okay, so did you see the, um, dude, that horrible injury, the uh, Yusuf Nurkic injury? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bro, I, dude, dude <laughs> that made me throw up. Yeah, I'm not like the, uh, I don't know, I'm not the most squeamish guy when it comes to injuries, and so, dude, that was oh, so bad. I mean, though. this sounds terrible, but I sometimes like I will seek them out, like I'll watch them on YouTube. Not like I wish that on anybody, but like I will watch those videos on YouTube. Like, well, it happened, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well I would it. never, I would never wish that on somebody, but dude, when it happens, America watches. It's wild. Like, yeah. oh, man, the first one that comes to my mind every single time is Kevin Ware from Louisville. You know, I think it was, like, oh, 2013. Yeah. Dude, that was literally insane. Like, his bone was popping out. Yeah, and they were, like, super, like, I don't know if you ever saw them. Hopefully, well, actually, you might have enjoyed them, but <laughs> they had, like, super high-definition pictures of it as it was flying through the air. And it was, like, No, I've dude, never seen nightmares. That. It was terrible. No, um, I've never, like, looked that deep into it. I would just, like, watch, like, see, like, I've seen, like, videos on YouTube, like, the worst sports injuries, you know, like, stuff like that, and, dude, like, it blows my mind how some people can go through stuff like that. Like, I couldn't imagine that. Yeah, I mean, and it's crazy, because literally, like, his, I mean, his bone was sticking out of his leg, man, and it's it's terrible, but it's like, he came back and played, not not for Louisville, but, like, I think he transferred to, like, Georgia State after that. And then he went and played overseas yeah, it, in Europe, and now I think he's playing yeah. in Canada. But yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean they obviously, won the national championship that year. I'm just saying it. It kind of, I mean, it kind of, it definitely, it derailed his career. You know what I mean? Because he definitely would have stayed at Louisville, so. maybe would have had a chance at the NBA. You know? Yeah. No, definitely. So I think it was, um, it's pretty interesting to see, um, like when ha- when players like that have something like that happen to him. It's really interesting to see. Are they going to bounce back? Are they going to play? be able to play at the same level? And, you know, it brings me to, you know, who we have watching right now, an MVP candidate, Paul George. I mean, dude, he had a terrible injury a few years ago, and I didn't know if he was going to bounce back because he was playing at a pretty high level. And, you know, I think they did bring him back a little bit early because for a while, like I think it was the first season or two when he came back from the injury, he wasn't like who he was. But well, now he's playing better than he ever has. Well, shoot, how long do you want him to sit out after the injury, man? Well, I mean, like, I know it sucks, but, dude, you got to give him time to recover. But at the same time, that was also part of not just recovery, but getting back into the groove, I guess you could say. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I mean, obviously, him and Kevin Ware, their injuries were different, but they were both catastrophically bad. 
Yeah, but, well, Nurkic and Paul George's were very similar. Like, mm-hmm. just from watching the video, they looked very similar to me. Obviously, I'm not a doctor. Well, I, I guess not know you, what broke in their leg, but they looked similar on the outside. Well, you also have to consider, like, is there ligament damage? Is, uh, you know, is, is it just a broken bone? Do you have torn muscles? There's a lot that goes into it. So, I mean, yeah, I mean they it, could look insane. similar, but this could be so much worse. You just never know. Yeah, like, no, it, it's insane, dude. It, it blows dude, my mind. Have you ever thought about it from the player's perspective? Like, you go up, and then you come down, and you leg sideways, and you just have to sit there until some guys bring in a stretcher. And, like, how do they get you on that stretcher, man? Like, I, I, I have no idea. I really don't I know, can't dude. imagine that level of pain. That's so... Like I'm and sure then, like, you'll see and you'll hear them like on the videos, like you'll hear them screaming and then you'll see like the fans in the background, like covering their eyes. Dude, it's awful. I, I mean, I Gosh, hate that for them. It's just so bad. But and I don't know how I would be able to respond to that because, you know, I have a I have a friend of mine who um does, I have a couple friends of mine who does uh, nursing and they're in nursing school and they were talking about, you know, like putting a catheter in somebody. And I was like, dude, I couldn't even handle that. Like yeah. I, I don't know how I would handle breaking my leg like like sideways like having my foot backwards like if I can't even handle something like a catheter I don't know how I mean I've obviously never had a catheter but like you know what I'm saying yeah like I couldn't imagine that so gosh I couldn't imagine how painful that is dude yeah dude I get I wouldn't I don't know if I'd ever recover I get paper cuts and and then I that's just that ruins my day <laughs> <laughs> a little tear comes in your eye yeah like. Why did I have to get hurt this bad today? <laughs> like God, what what did I do? What did I do to deserve this? Man, I so, I just I um, hope that I hope that he can come back strong. Just, yeah, just, no, me too. I'd like to see him come back. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's a good player for sure. So I'm I'm definitely you know praying for him. You know, keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Hopefully, uh, he'll be okay. It yeah, was definitely if, rough if, uh, to watch. If you haven't seen the video, don't just don't worry about it. It's bad. Just believe us. Yeah, don't be like me. Don't seek it out. <laughs> I got it sent to me through uh, your your roommate. He sent it to me. Yeah, my roommate sent it to us. Yeah, in our in our group chat, and I didn't know what it was, and I just clicked on it, and it was like right before I went to bed, and I was just like, "Why didn't I just go to sleep?" Yeah, I know <laughs> it keeps you up, and you know it's crazy, um, because I was like in bed too when it happened. And I saw on my phone, like I, you know, I have it like charging on the other side of the room, you know. And I got up out of bed because I was like, uh, like, I just have this anxiety. Like I have to check my notifications. And mm-hmm. I saw like the notification, like Twitter or whatever it was, whatever group chat it was. And it was like, you know, um, he sent me this tweet uh, in our group. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, you know, and then I saw like what you said because you said something like, oh man, that's disgusting. Like I can't believe that happened. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to bed. I was like, I can look at it in the morning. And then when I looked at it in the morning, the tweet was deleted. So I had to like Google it because I didn't even know what it was because Trey texted me. He's like, dude, did you watch that video last night? Because you never responded. Yeah. And I was like, no, I was like, no, the tweet was deleted. So I couldn't watch it. So he's just like, just Google uh, Yusuf Nurkic. And I was like, okay, Googled it, watched the video. Crazy. You know, it sends, I mean, it sends shivers up your spine, but I mean, I'm sure I think he'll be okay. They have, you know, world-class doctors and stuff. I hope. <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh, yeah. So, do you have any wild things you want to talk about, Trey? Uh, dude, besides some 
bomb freaking Buffalo Wild Wings I've had this week. <laughs> Don't copy my thing. I said <laughs> bomb hummus a couple weeks ago. Don't copy. That's my thing. I bring up the food. No, that's my thing. I bring up the food. I'm Andrew. No, dude, shut up. I, I love that's Buffalo my thing. Wild Wings. We both wings, have okay? our own things. And uh, no, Buffalo's is your thing. You are obsessed with Buffalo Wild Wings. I can't get enough, but, man. But the food thing where I was like, oh, yeah, let me bring up food. I was like, um, Who's, that's I like this bomb hummus. No. Dude, hummus is good. Dude, I, I I I tried some after after we talked about it, like some like uh, it was called uh, like super spicy or something like that. But it was oh, the I've Sabra ne- brand. I've never had that. It oh is. yeah, that's what I get. Sabra. Yeah, but I mean, it, dude, really good. By the way, I like. That's it. what I'm saying. And what what kind of uh, what did you dip in it? Uh, like pita pita chips. Okay. See, I use uh, this might sound odd to some people, but I get triscuits. That's, Those are pretty good, dude. That's a little weird. Do you know Triscuit? It's like little crackers. Dude. Yeah, I mean, I know what they are, but... It's like wheat thins, kind of. But yeah, a little yeah, bit crunchier. You're, you're not sending a very good case out there. You don't like wheat thins? I don't like wheat thins with like hummus. That sounds disgusting. I mean, I don't know. I like it. I'd get the um, the cracked pepper and olive oil Triscuits, and then i dip it in the <laughs> taco hummus. Dude, oh, man. I'm a connoisseur, okay? I'm like a I'm I'm a popular chef kind of in a way. I eat only the finest of things. I will say this, if, if we're talking about connoisseurs still, that's what I am for Buffalo Wild Wings. Like you are, I'll I can tell you that. what's good and what's bad, and I've been there more times than most people will go in their entire life. But but you know it's crazy. What's I'm the crazy? one who gave you your order. That's exactly what I was going. <laughs> Andrew is the one that turned me on to this specific my go-to order. Look, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, so uh, let me tell y'all here. I, I'm going to save all of y'all Buffalo Wild Wings, you know, Trey's fellow connoisseurs. I'm going to save y'all a ton of money here for, uh, I guess it, this is more for the uh, boneless wing lovers, you know, the yeah, chicken dude, nuggets with sauce. If, if you if you like traditional wings, just go on Tuesday because honestly, yeah. it, but if you like if you like boneless wings, you're going to save a ton of money doing this, okay? Yes, so this is our okay. new financial podcast. It's called Wings With Us. Wings with us. Hey, that might be the name of the episode <laughs> two. Okay, so um, so this is what you do when you go there. I mean, I'm telling you this like it's like a how to like you know to look at the menu and stuff. <laughs> but, well, they changed their menu. They changed it. Oh, did they? I haven't. Dude, been oh my god! They're like, I don't know how to feel. Ab- actually, I know how to feel about it. I don't like it. Okay, all their menus. Well, last now, time I went was when I went with you. All their menus now are clipboards. And really, <laughs> and you have to like that flip actually through. sounds cool. And then they bring out your food on like <laughs> aluminum lunch trays. No, are you serious? Yeah, I mean they're not like they don't have like sections like lunch trays do, but like they're just like flat square pans. <laughs> and then they bring it out like that, and like all the ranch and stuff now is oh in metal cups, not plastic ones. It's oh, that's just cool. Yeah, like that part's not bad. I'm just like, all right, so we got clipboards and lunch trays. I forgot my pencils, so I don't know how I'm gonna ace this test. But I mean, besides it's like taking a trip to Logan's Wild Wings. Logan's Wild Wings, yeah, sure. Yeah, Logan's Wild Wings. Um, but yeah, so any we haven't even told the order yet. So what you'll do is, um, depending on how hungry you are, you will either get the um, six crispy tenders or the four crispy tenders. Usually for me, four is enough. Oh, absolutely and then, four. And then you can get it spun in whatever sauce you usually get your wings in. So like it's like a, it's like a gi- it's like a giant boneless buffalo wing basically in whatever sauce you want. And then it already comes with fries. You don't have to pay separate. And it's $10. Yeah, literally. This like, is, dude, you'll spend more than that for this amount of chicken without the fries. Exactly. Exactly. Like, the tenders themselves are, like, what, like three boneless wings I would each? Say, I'd, say, I'd say three to four, yeah. Yeah. And you get 
four of them or six, depending on what you get. But if you get four, so basically you're getting 12 boneless wings with an order of fries. And then I get a side of a different flavor because I like to mix because I'm, I'm like that. I'm the connoisseur. And then, you know, you can get ranch and all that. If they don't charge you for ranch and you get water, it's literally like 930 for the meal. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's even 10 ridiculous. bucks. Yeah. yeah, so I guess if you get a drink, it'll be like $11, something like that afterward. Dude, so, I yeah, no, it's definitely the move. I don't even know why, like, I'm so in-depth to this right now. I am super into this. Like, any chance I get to share my we Buffalo are Wild Wings live. love. We dude. are live right now, everybody. This is it. This is the peak couch takes. Like, uh, nothing is going to be better than this. You're getting free advice here, okay? All you had to do was click on this episode and listen uh, 40 seconds in, or 40 minutes, I, I mean, guess. it's crazy. Different. It is crazy, because, you know, that place is actually kind of expensive. Oh, like, yeah. for wings. Yeah. Like, dude, if you buy, like, 12 wings, you're spending, like, $14 without paying for the fries. Like, we have just saved you so much money dude, for every Buffalo night, Wild Wings trips. Dude, they should sponsor us. Yeah, last night, I, when we went... Uh, I bought Colby's meal because it was his birthday, right? Yeah, that's so sweet of you. I know, right? I'm a sweetheart. So I got my normal cheap meal, and then lucky for me, it was Tuesday, so traditionals were half off, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Colby gets traditional, so it's perfect. I got the check uh, back. Yeah. Oh, and I told Colby, I said, I'll get your meal. You're paying for the alcohol, though, because I know you're going to get a lot. And my 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 check came with our two meals, and it was $25, his alcohol was 26. Holy crap. He did get a good bit, but yeah, it's expensive, man. Well, hey, you know, um, speaking of birthdays, we have one coming up very, very soon. Uh, the wait, Easter wait, Bunny? Wait, wait. Nope, Trey. Trey's birthday is coming up. It is next week. Thank you for remembering, Andrew. Warms oh, my absolutely. Heart. I, could, I could not forget. Um... Yeah, no, I'm super excited. I mean, do you care if people know what day your birthday is? I don't care, man. Well, his birthday is a joke for those of you who want to know. It's April 1st. Dude, I've never heard that one before. Did you come up with that yourself? I did. I literally, as I was thinking about it, I was like, oh my gosh, that's April Fool's Day. His birthday is a joke. Oh, dude. I'm no, going to write anyway, that one down. That's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to say it. This one, I'm sure I will mention it next week. Our very own Trey Sharer from Couch Takes, you know, the one who does it all, all the work. He is one year older, super excited for him. So if y'all see him in public, you know, DM him, whatever, give him a happy birthday next week on April 1st. And I will remind you again next week, even though next week's episode will be after his birthday. Well, thank you, Andrew. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Well, I feel like that's a good way to wrap up this episode. I think we had a, yep. another good one. I think this was fantastic. I'm so, oh, and also, just a quick update before we close out, um, my bracket is garbage. Oh, dude, so, mine is too. It's okay. Yeah, all the math that I went into was literally for none. Like, it <laughs> is garbage. Like, I thought I was a freaking genius, and now it's crap. So, like, please don't even go look at the Instagram and check it out, because it's awful. That makes me happy. I just wanted to say that. But anyway, if you like this episode or the others, be sure to follow us on Instagram at CouchTakes or on Twitter at Couch underscore Takes. Andrew, you got anything you want to say? Yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening, and have a great week. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to give Trey a happy birthday, and God bless. All right, see y'all.